Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi guys, this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. We're getting earlier and earlier and earlier. You're you're getting stronger and stronger. (laughs) No, I, uh, well, I am, I guess technically I am getting stronger because I'm continuing to play tennis. And yet last night, I feel like he might have secretly added some some ringers into the group that were too good because oh, I was so I, I felt like I was for myself I was fine I was actually I'm actually like impo- improving a little every week but I was like the worst one in class yesterday I felt like a little self-conscious that everyone hated me wait but they it wasn't the same people that are normally in your class it's a rotate because it's like you just pay by the week so it's not like you're in so there were there were definitely like a few people that I've been in class with before but there were a lot of new people and I think because he didn't know if it was gonna rain all day today he like his Friday class he like combined them so he had he was there and by he I mean my QAnon coach right uh but he brought his the the his counterpart from the west side oh. this older woman who has her own interesting personality okay um, and she and like so she took half the class for for half the time and he took half the class and then we switched so we had wow. like a, a double class ooh wait where is this it's at griffith yeah it's like the the courts right on the corner of riverside and los filos Oh, on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Like on the other side of the street. Um, I've always driven by those. It's like, uh, it's not in Griffith Park. It's like on the other side of the street. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah, they're called the Griffith Courts, but they're not technically in Griffith Park. Yeah. Yeah. I always drive by those and think, oh, that looks nice. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Um, and if you want to know more about my coach, he made an appearance on this week's Bitch Sesh too. Or what? he didn't, but they talked about him. Oh, because she one of them goes to him too. Yeah, yeah. What did they say? Uh, just that he's QAnon and talks about Prince Charles drinking teenagers' blood. Mm. But that's part of the charm. Yeah, I mean that's what you're paying for. I haven't exactly. listened to Bitch Sesh or gone or watched any Housewives in like all in like a year. Wow. I mean, I know I've told you this before, but 
the the ones that are on right now, we got Beverly Hills just ending. We have Salt Lake City just beginning and we have Potomac near its end. These are the three best seasons of Real Housewives in quite some time. Yeah, well, this Beverly Hills is like Erica Jane's whole thing, right? Yeah, it's her her sort of downfall. Um, well, one of like the sound of her, as everyone knows, I have a TikTok addiction and like, you know, TikTok is all about reusing sounds and then like matching it with different video. So the sound of her saying that um, Tom's house was broken into and he had eye surgery and and then her son flipped the car, like that's been used on TikTok over and over again and it gets me every time. It is a funny, because her her voice, the more she lies, the deeper her voice goes. Uh So she's like, he rolled his car five times and had a concussion and 12 hours later I came to wake him up and had to go to the hospital and then his cataracts exploded. So that's a complete lie. Like none of that stuff really happened. Well, the facts change every time she tells it. And then like, and then the next time they were in a group after she told that story. So she told that story to Kyle. And then the next time they were all in the group, Kyle was like, can you believe that? Like, you know, Erica's husband got into a car accident and, or the son-in-law got into a car accident and then rolled their car and blah, blah, blah. And Erica just says, allegedly and you're like well you're the one that's you're the one who's it. alleging it yeah it's so it's so insane so i don't know if she's like trying to fuck with people or she's just completely spiraling and can't keep her lies straight and so she just like is going insane that to me sounds like she's on pills like she's like freaking out yeah well the first yeah the first sorry this is like not a real housewives podcast but we're gonna talk about it the people who listen to our podcast fucking watch real housewives yeah Yeah, everyone except for you except me but i don't listen to Um, it but like the first third of the season she was so angry at everyone she was like starting fights and being insane and then there was a moment where everything shifted and she just was like dead-eyed and i'm like oh you got like a new benzo prescription and you're just like yeah. pilled up yeah 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 she's always seemed like she was on a slippery slope poor erica no or i don't feel poor, bad for her at all well i don't really know what's going on so um <laughs> so i guess never mind <laughs> <laughs> fucker uh yeah fucker um other than that the new housewives sutton and crystal i think are both hits um salt lake city I'm is glad- I've been a Sutton apologist though. I feel like I'm I'm vindicated. Cause I was like the the fact that she sucks and is crazy is like the reason she should be on the show. Like it's not a show for people that are good and cool. Yeah. And she doesn't I don't think she has a bad heart. I think she's completely privileged and completely like myopic in her worldview and like extremely emotionally fragile. So it's easy to pick on her. But um I don't but I think it's fun. Like, I don't dislike her. I mean, I don't know. I just think the way that she, I just like the way she dresses is just so obnoxious and yeah. annoying and pathetic and sad. And that the last time I watched it was when she was like crying in the dressing room in Italy. And she was like, I can't fit in any of these clothes, which like, I've definitely been there and I'm sorry that that happened. But like, it was just, um, I was like, I can't, I don't understand why anyone would not want her to be on this show. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, and I think for the most part, the, the fandom, if they don't like her, they at least like her being on the show. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Salt Lake city again, keeps getting better and better. Salt Lake city cast. has such dark energy. I, I'm too afraid of it to watch it. Like I just, I remember I watched the first one and they were like sitting in this like 
closed like ski lodge restaurant after it obviously was closed and it was just like black dark night outside and like the it was just like they were sitting by these like windows that you couldn't see anything out of because it was like the middle of the night and this like dimly lit like fucked up lodge and I was like I don't want to watch this I think you maybe watched a bad scene because like and they they might have filmed I think they filmed the second season in a, at a different part of the year maybe than the first season because this season is like daytime you know the bright white of the snow it's very like a, yeah. a cheerful aesthetic I feel like even though the subject okay. matter especially pertaining to Jen Shaw and her um her scam of draining elderly people out of their money uh is being exposed Wow. She ran a a multi-million dollar telemarketing scam. She and her assistant. And so she's probably, she's definitely going to jail. Erica's probably not going to jail. I doubt she will, but Jen, I think will. Is she the one who's on the show right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going to actually arrest her on the show. They were filming when she was arrested, which is... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. Well, I've literally never seen you so happy. You literally, yeah. like, I looked at your face and I just thought Christmas. Yes. That's what you were communicating to me right just now. Uh, I mean, I've played it over in my mind a million times and I can't wait to actually see it with my eyes. Wow. The big moment. Yeah. The arrest. So you know that's coming. Yeah, because that's the thing with the, all these things are like in the tabloids or whatever, you know, months before you, they air so we yeah. know it's coming and then they showed a little bit on the on the trailer so we know i don't know if we actually see her like get let off in handcuffs but we see the fbi come and say where's jen shaw and then you see her like running away and so like but that sounds like it was, she'd go to jail for like a long time for that yeah i think it's because it's her and her assistant and i think like maybe the assistant can like get immunity if he rats her out so yeah i think she could be there for this is way longer than like a teresa jaduce situation like, yeah because she, she they just had to she and her husband just had to switch off and yeah. like, like six months or something yeah. no i think this could be a, a healthy sentence for poor old jen well yeah i mean it sounds like what she was doing was really fucked up really fucked up. and both her and Aaron, erica are like so delusional they're just constantly talking about their giant walk-in closets with like hundreds of pairs of thousand dollar shoes like it's just so crazy that they would be on television when they know wow. that they're scamming people wow that's so so she's just like a sociopath yeah i think so i think so wild uh mm-hmm. so you know get with it i think i think you will really enjoy it yeah i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to gear up for it (laughs) because other than that i mean i'm very excited for succession to come back i love succession um i'm watching squid game which is like pretty good but i'm not like crazy about it i just i mean it's battle royale yeah pretty much it's like battle royale but even more explicitly a critique of capitalism okay uh, and it's more, it's more like, it's a little slower paced than Battle Royale. It's, it's sort of like Battle Royale meets Lost because you get into like all the characters' backstories and like what led mm-hmm. them to this moment, all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Okay. And then, I don't know what else I'm watching. Oh, that Steve Martin, Steve, <sighs> whatever. I don't want to watch that. It's a little too, it means fine. It's a little too cutesy. To me, I'm like, oh, so you were just waiting for Woody Allen to like permanently get like <laughs> perma banned from society so that you could just like rip take his 
fucking aesthetic and just be like, did we make this up? It's like, just leave it alone. Let it die with him. But at least Woody Allen has like a Jewish self-hatred to him, of which course. is appealing. Which is necessary, which is why I've always, I'm sorry, I've, I've never been a Steve Martin person. Steve, I, I love Martin Short. I think Martin Short is an extremely gifted physical yeah. comedian. I always laugh when he's on screen. But Steve Martin is like, he's like a goy in New York. Yeah. And it just doesn't work it for doesn't me. Doesn't work. It's like get out because that mm-hmm. that is just like that's just like JP Morgan Chase. <laughs> like yeah. that's just like a rich guy white guy. <laughs> like that's all that is. Yeah. And like, he's not even there. from I mean he grew up in like very Orange County or something. Vibes. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah, Republican so. vibes. Like I just I mean I'm sure he's I, I feel like I don't know. I'm just like his thing just his always just squ- yeah. giving me the heebie jeebies. No, I get it. I get it. I'm not into it. And at least he didn't pursue a romantic relationship in the show with Selena Gomez. Um, yeah. Which is something I wouldn't be able to say for Woody Allen. No, of course, Woody Allen would have would have done that. He literally did in that one movie that she was in. Woody Allen? Right. Wasn't she in one of his later movies? Oh, I think I saw that. A Rainy Day in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one? Oh, yeah, no, he's not in that one. Oh, that he's one not in it, okay. Um, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, okay. Is the Woody Allen proxy. So- and let me tell you, it is mortifying. <laughs> Please, if you ever, if you are worried that you are too old to be sexually attracted to Timothy Chalamet, go watch Rainy Day in New York. And I think it might cure what ails you because <laughs> it is just, it's not a performance that anyone, it's just, it's very undignified. I yeah i he doesn't really do it for me i mean i like him as an actor but he he definitely doesn't do it for me uh in that way okay. um as opposed to the young guy on white lotus which i'm like Ooh, how old are you in your life oh yeah i think everyone in white you know who i'm i'm still oh my god what's his fucking name the dad in white lotus oh yeah he's hot has too Steve's always on. Yeah. Steve's on has just always been a sh- chef's kiss mm-hmm. i mean that dad and that son what a combo father-son combo yeah. yeah like father i know what mike white's thinking oh he's the genius yeah. <laughs> um i watched the horror thing i watched the mike flanagan horror show oh, people were i was hanging out with people and they wanted to they said that i should watch it and i was just like this seems too long it did feel kind of long but um i personally fucking loved it but okay. i'm like a uh you know i love i love horror everything. you're a you're a lover of of a languid yeah horror series oh yeah that's like my ultimate shit so and i love mike flanagan yeah um i watched ha- haunting of hill house and i didn't dislike it but i was like i don't know that i need to watch another one of these yeah i loved haunting of hill house i did not really like the second one the blind manor one but then i thought this was really good anyway um yeah well i mean speaking of netflix there's another new show coming soon yeah there is it's on my list it's on your list okay yeah uh yeah there was not much non-list gwyneth news this week no she's keeping it tight oh do you have the the new product launch on your list as well yeah okay so let's just get into the list then because that's all i have i have nothing else all right um all right what's your best 
Let me see. Oh, my best was the new fall beauty like rundown. I was happy because there was actually like new shit in this like like it wasn't just the same old shit over and over again. Like they actually have new products and they're a little like listicle. Okay. It's called like our new summer into fall skin reset. Mm-hmm. So there's this new a face. There's like a new oil cleanser that I haven't seen on here from Oil Valley. I've never seen that. Maybe it's there and I just didn't know. There's like a new concrete balm. Like a, it's like a face moisturizer. It's a balm um, called Monastery that I have not seen on here before. Um there's just like i mean you know there are like of course the old faves like there's like every goop product and the dr barbara strum whatever but like there's like new there's old there's a mix of things and then there's like a um there's a turmeric bar soap there are several exfoliators i don't know i appreciated it i thought it was I thought it felt fresh. It felt new. It felt fall. It felt, I liked it. I like now that they have, uh, if you go on the Goop website, there's an actual section of like what's new in Goop and you can see the products that, cause sometimes they'll get lost in the shuffle if there's not like a big article written about them. Yeah. I like that. They're like, just like shaking things up a little bit and just like, incorporating more things that aren't just their products over and over again because it feels sometimes like it's just like annoying to like open these articles and see the same thing and like even like just putting in like their own products that you don't see as much like the goop jeans clean nourishing balm it's like a lip balm that who cares am I gonna buy it no but like I appreciate that they have like a couple of like new things to like just make me think about and consider buying because I only feel I need like that little like serotonin oh, yeah. of like imagining buying a lip balm for half a second. Um, I don't know. Um, but I do it. The whole thing did make me feel like really suspicious and I don't understand why they don't have like any retinoid at all like why do they not ever talk about that when they skin routine well i this is a really good question because there was something years ago where and i don't know if this was a gwyneth thing or this was an elise thing but like they were implying or something that retinol well retin-a is like prescription only so i don't think that they can always they can ever have any of that in there but ret even retinol they were implying that it was like not clean or not natural or something. Right. And I don't really know what that means or what they thought it meant, but yeah, they're, they always talk about like clean retinol alternatives, but I don't know what's supposed to be bad about retinol. Is it just because it's vitamin A? Yeah. I don't Yeah. I think it's just one of these weird goop. They have to be uh, contrary to, you know, the whatever mainstream. Contrary to the mainstream, but it's like, I think that the fantasy is like you are so like you eat so clean and like everything about you is so great that like you don't even need it because you just mm. use all these products but like everybody needs it so just use it who would who is not who among us isn't using it although I have 
drastically cut back drastically i very I, rarely use it now i only put it on a couple times a week and I actually am pretty much out i need to get my dermatologist to give me a refill of my prescription because it's one of those things randomly that the pharmacy can't won't refill automatically it's annoying i just started to get like i just have so much light sensitivity like i'm just afraid to use it too much but then i'm afraid to not use it enough because i'm like well yeah i think as long as as long as you use it at night and then make sure that you like wash your face and put on sunscreen in the morning i think you're okay i don't know but I also like I used so I've been using it since I was like in my 20s. So I feel like I bought myself a little time to like take a break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, have you always been this light sensitive? I never think of you. No, I never light. was before. I would like wear it and then I would just not I had nothing going on. And then. Well, it's since I got that like laser, yeah. whatever, the Fraxel that I'm just like really paranoid about it now. It's not even that it's so bad, but it's like, I'm just, I'm very conscious of it. No, I get it. It's, it's like, like ever. Yeah. Like I was gonna say ever since. Sorry. Okay. Say what you're going to say. I was going to say ever since we watched that Morgellons documentary, I've been like pulling out weird hairs and thinking maybe they're, strange fibers and not ingrown hairs wow so you like want to have more gelatins yeah i know that I, I don't think i'm crazy enough to like actually think i have it but uh it's it's on the it's on the it's on the brain for sure that's beautiful mm-hmm. well i don't have more gelatins i just like don't want to have my dark spot no, pop, I... pop, pop out and so like it's like i swear to maybe but maybe this is more gelatins because it's like if i go in the sun and i do feel like i'm in the sun for too long or like i only put sunscreen on in the morning and then like I don't know if I like still had it on by the afternoon I was staring in the mirror and I'm like can I see it this like dark oh, spot that I had like lasered off because it's like yeah. it's not fully gone but no. it's like I do think it gets darker if it's in the sun and then like if I like stay out of the sun for a couple of days it goes away I don't know maybe that might be a little more jealous let's <laughs> let's I'll discuss that off the air <laughs> I'm sure there's a reddit thread you can join or something I probably for the best that I just stay away um well, I have to say, I searched high, I searched low, I searched the website, I searched the Instagram, I searched Google results. I couldn't, for the life of me, find anything this week that I would <laughs> consider my best. I really tried hard. That's so sad. So, so I'm just going to say my best is the fact that we finally got a trailer and a date for this Netflix sex show so yeah. I can just get it over with. Okay, so... We're talking about it now, so I'll just my thing I would try is the show. <laughs> sure. I mean, we will have to try it. I mean, for I will literally for work. Yeah, this is our business. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we have to what we will watch it. Oh yeah, we're fucked if we don't. Um corporate'll have our ass. Yeah. Um but so I well, okay. So I watched what did you think of the trailer? Well, okay. So I'll I'm going to really parse words here because the the whole idea of the show and I know when it's over and I know when my life will be free of it is my best the actual trailer is my craziest and my saddest okay that's fair that makes sense uh, so I... the trailer the uh, pros there's a lot of Gwyneth in the trailer yeah she's looking really good uh, another pro is there's 
nary a sign of Elise. So I think she was gone. She's by gone. The yeah. Gone, bitch. Um, do you think that this was the straw that broke the camel's back that was like, we're doing a show about sex and like Elise is literally the op like there's no one less sexy in the world than Elise. So we just can't make this the end it's the end of the road. I think I was actually screaming about this in Brian's face before we started recording. Um, and he did not care. But <laughs> I think that Elise was too close to the sun. I think nobody wants to watch Elise in a show in a goop show. No. Like it doesn't fucking matter if goop heads know who Elise is and like if Elise like hosts the podcast. Like she is not as famous as Gwyneth Paltrow. Like that is that goes without saying. I have never heard anyone in the entire world mention the name <laughs> Elise Lunin except for me and you. No, and, <laughs> and I like a couple never... of our listeners who will DM us about her. But that's like it's literally you could count on two hands the number of people that even would recognize her. Oh yeah, nobody knows who she is. But it was like for some reason it was like oh the beloved star of Goop Elise yeah. is on this show and like no I think somebody took one of the side and was like you're being gaslit and manipulated by a sociopath and you need to get away from her and she was like you're right and then Gwyneth was like I'm cutting toxic people out of my life yeah. <laughs> and then this is Gwyneth standing on her own two feet and like doing her own show which like she never needed the least in the first place no well and I'm and, and Netflix obviously has all of these like algorithms and they probably know exactly like what if you know a certain person is on screen this many people like turn the show off or turn it on or like they can like literally gauge every actor probably based like their popularity based on how many people are watching and at least I, I i don't think netflix probably had seen anything like the amount of people that turned the show off when that face appeared no one wants to no one is watching for Elise. and so and, yeah and everything about that was just totally wrong and like I think I so I do feel like it probably I do feel like the show had something to do with Elise leaving yeah because I, I think it really brought into relief for Gwyneth how deeply unlikable and unpopular she is and also like it's Gwyneth's medium like Gwyneth is the one who obviously belongs in front of a camera like she's the one who like can be on tv and be like in a show like that's her skill set like that's yeah. what that's what built goop was like her ability to do that and like it's not fair for her to share the limelight with someone who doesn't really know what they're talking about like gwyneth is like in show business and elise is like in the business of like promoting white supremacy and <laughs> oh my god sorry okay no i don't know what she's in the business of doing but she's she's not really that was a joke oh my god she's not that was a joke she's in the business of whatever she yeah does. i mean she now she's in the business of starting her own brand so you know we'll see where that takes her right um anyway oh my god should i not have said that no i mean you know we're joking everyone knows we're joking i know i'm scared that i'm gonna get kidney friended Kid oh <laughs> <laughs> she's the ultimate kidney friend yeah um, she definitely seems like the type of person that would anonymous or not anonymously donate a kidney and then never let you hear the end of it yeah or like she'd be friends with somebody who would do it but she wanted to do herself mm -hmm. um so anyway i was excited to see like an elise free version of the show the show was so, yeah. all about sex okay it's all about sex it's and it's too much it, it seems too much of like 
focusing on these specific couples that I'm just, I know that I'm not going to care about. And so like, I, I don't really need to see the arc of these couples sex lives. I feel, and I feel like that's going to be the thrust of the show. And I don't want to, I don't want to know. I don't care. I think like ultimately it's, but it's also like, it seems like this is squid game. Like they're all in this like center with some woman who's like, there are five different types of sex people. And like, are you in a different kind of sex headspace than your spouse? And then like, they're clawing each other and lying down and they're like finding ways to have orgasms by through like full body massage or something. And they're crying because of how good the sex is. And they're like, Oh yeah, it was so great at the end. They're like, Oh, and then I, it was too much. Like, I mean, of course it was too much. It was going to be too much. Like we knew and it was, and it was too much. And it was also not enough. It was nothing. It was just, it was just whatever. Yeah. No, I think, I think for me to be really interested in it, there would need to be a somewhat more competitive aspect to it. Like a, like a squid wow, game. That or is like a, twisted. Like a top chef where it's like, you know, we're going to rate your orgasms and the worst orgasm, you know, pack your dildos and go. Or like, yeah, the person who like, it's like who gets eliminated like the couple whose sex is still bad or the yeah. sex therapist who can't make your sex good enough. oh yeah america's next best sex therapist sex therapist but it seemed like they were already like they had already decided that this sex therapist was good because it seemed like it was one place like one person and it didn't seem like it was like different that's yeah, no, like, I think it's like the same team of sex therapists. It's just following these. There's like a straight couple, a lesbian couple. I just remember those two. There might be more. I don't know. But yeah, I was like when the woman was like, I just needed to know I was beautiful. And she like takes her clothes off in front of the mirror. And she's like, oh, my God. It's like, oh, God, like mm. how condescending. And like yeah. she had never seen herself naked before. That's weird. I mean, it's obviously not, that wasn't, she obviously had, I don't, I just think, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just hoping it's not that many episodes. I'm hoping for a good, good old six. Cause I don't know that I can handle more than that. I mean, it could be six. It could be four. Oh God. I would kill for four, but I hope they get this out of their system and then we can go back to just like i don't know crazy products get back and, to what I, well yeah i don't know I what mean, like, i didn't like the first season either get back to. yeah i nothing. hated the first season the first season was really boring but i think that they're doing the right i think that this is smart to like focus on one thing and just do like a deep dive into it rather yeah. than be like look at all of our weird shit like to like really get into like these couples having sex and like then the next one can be like f like all about grain bowls or something and just like be about food and then, sure and like, i understand i mean there is you know obviously this is a cliche beyond a cliche at this point but sex sells so it makes sense that the, this would be the sells, yeah. like well, sex yeah, sells like, more than grain stupid. like they wouldn't be like oh we're gonna do six episodes on grain bowls i mean because i would be thrilled about that but no one else would me too i mean well, I was kind of joking when I said grain bowls, but like it could be about like food. Oh, yeah. Just like in general. 
Um, or it could all, cause I just, I don't think that they can all be about sex. Like, cause goop isn't just like a sex only website, although it's I mean, slowly it's, becoming it's one. going that way. <laughs> but yeah. What if they did? I mean, they should do like six different crazy nutritionists from different parts of the world or whatever, different parts of yes. LA. And then, yeah. they ha- and then it's like, we're, we're visiting these psychos. So you do like Amanda Chantal Bacon, you do Dr. Gundry. You, and then it's like, and we just see them being insane like that would be my perfect goop show i mean it would just be like a six part documentary like all those netflix documentaries from like the 2010s where it's like vegan world or like Mm. booty whatever like there they were like so there were so many documentaries and i watched all of them about like a guy who goes vegan or something or like a guy who goes paleo that was all it was about and they were like i'm transforming my life and it would just like be them eating food do you remember these e, i mean i remember like fast not fast food what's the one with the i'm eating a big mac every day or whatever supersize me yeah supersize me. that kind of started like a thing but then there would be these like documentaries and it would be like some science like talking head scientists being like well what you don't know about dairy is that like it will kill you yeah. and like don't have it and then like there would be like some guy being like okay like, wait a minute i can't eat dairy and they'd be like you can he'd be like oh and then he'd be like oh i feel amazing at the end that was every that was what they were like i mean that would be good i also would love them to they'll never do it but like uh like a Bethany Frankel style, you know, we're just going to get a glimpse into the, like, it's like America's next step stop America's next top coop person. And it's like Gwyneth has to hire a new person and that's the reality show. Yeah. Like a shark tank. For, yeah. For like, or like a, a apprentice, or basically apprentice. It's like goop apprentice. And it's like, we have to find the new Elise. Elise is gone. Elise is passed. We away, have to find so. the new Elise. That would be great. But I don't think they're ever going to, I don't think they're ever going to do that. No, I don't think so either. Well, we gave them some ideas, so I yeah, they're listening. So, I mean, you guys will all, I'm sure, be there on October 21st, and we will too. So we have some, something to look forward to. We'll all have a big conversation about it then. Yeah. Can't uh, wait. All right. So what was your worst my worst was the DTF pills. Like, what the fuck are these things? And maybe they're necessary, but I just, I don't like that. It's not even that they are like DTF pills or whatever. So these are, these are capsules, herbal capsules that s- claim to support women's sexual desire, arousal, and mood. And it's another thing that Goop's selling that you're supposed to fucking take one every day and it's $60 a month and you're going to be paying this for the rest of your life in order to, I don't know, want to have sex. Have sex. And so this is when you said the product lunch, this is what I thought you meant, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So whatever, like this is an issue that like women have, like when they're going through menopause or whatever, or like even when they're not, I don't know, people have all kinds of shit going on, whatever, it's fine. I don't care. There's no shame in it. Um, I'm sick of the pills. And I think that there's something particularly grotesque about like launching this line of pills that like coincides with the theme of their new show. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit too matchy and cute and like a little bit like it feels a little bit um oh 
predatory or something like it's just I don't want like a tie-in with the show like it feels like um when you're a little kid and you're watching like a Saturday morning cartoon and then the commercial is for like that character being in the happy meal like yeah it's just like I don't like why are you trying to make so much money off me like they're just trying to like completely like get everything out of you they possibly can no yeah this is like definitely like you said it's an adult happy meal and it's uh and it's like i mean goop has just been like you have to be you have to first you have to be thin and healthy then you have to be you have to have glowy skin then you have to dress perfectly um then you have to eat perfectly and now it's like you have to be horny all the time it's like you can't and yeah it's like Like, why do you need this if you can't if you're eating this shit and like it's just like look you might never be perfect like you may never have it all like you may have you it just goop might not be the place that answers all of life's questions and like this might be one that's best discussed with a doctor or something or like you also like i don't think that these um i think that this is like a standard kind of combination of like herbs and extracts or whatever in these yeah it's like it's like fenugreek leaves i'm sorry but fenugreek leaves aren't gonna like this is just something that you would buy at the like gas station counter like horny goat weed or whatever yeah like i don't think that this is really like gonna do too much for you and it's like i think if you have this much anxiety it's like do less don't do more like no totally totally totally. like Um, yeah uh, you know put on the bubble bath maybe take out your little vibrator put on some music but you know i don't think you need these fucking fenugreek pills i don't think you do either and like i just feel like and and there could be like there are like actual pro- like everybody has sexual issues the older they get like that happens to men and women and like everybody like it's just part of getting older yeah. and that's really shitty and like um getting older sucks maybe i don't know maybe it's not so bad like if i were a woman who was maybe 20 years older and was like experiencing some of these symptoms maybe I would feel better purchasing something like this from like a sexy fun brand that I like already had like a little brand loyalty with than just like getting some sort of like cold like sterile like pill from a doctor or some sort of like crunchy and depressing like fucking like bullshit vitamin from Walgreens or something maybe this would just make me happier I don't know so if that's the case then good but are you really going to spend, I mean, the amount of money that you have to spend, they want to, I just, it never fucking ends. It never ends. It is a squid game. It should be goop squid game where it's like every part of you is fucked up and you have to pay like your life savings to make it better. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're, you're now spending thousands of dollars a month on all these different fucking pills and chews and things. And it's like, yeah, every, every little part of your body, every tissue, every organ has something wrong with it and and goop's going to fix it. Oh, it's depressing. Like, you're actually fine. Yeah. You're quite fine. And fenug- fenugreek leaf is not going to make you horny. It's I know I I've never tried it, but I know that it's not. It's just no. not. But the the packaging's cute. 
it's like yeah it has this like mouth yeah it's like a pop art of open. like an open mouth i don't know yeah um they don't have one for men of course well because men are too smart to buy something like this no they're not because men will buy the same things on it's like what is that like hymns or whatever the commercials are i think isn't hymns for like if you're for your hair no i think it's for everything i think there's like sex hymns and hair hymns it's like any male problem that is slightly embarrassing you can get through hymns oh okay yeah but it's the same thing yeah i guess All right. Well, my worst, I mean, this was definitely bad. Uh, I also really did not like the what's your fall style archetype article. Oh, I didn't see those, but I'm sure I don't like it either. I never liked these. They, they didn't, the, the categories didn't really make sense. And then the examples of the clothes for the categories seemed off brand. It was very strange. So there was the first one was called the Scandi. So like Scandinavian minimal, it says minimalism. It's a lifestyle. Um, I didn't know that this was still something people talked about. Well, like the whole, Scandinavian minimalism. I thought that was kind of. I mean, it's also retro. So like the, the thing that they talk about in this is like, oh, monochromatic, you're wearing black, blah, blah, blah. And then it says intentionality and simplicity are hallmarks of your aesthetic. And you take to heart the Chuck Palahniuk quote, the things you own end up owning you. What? And I'm like, who is quoting mm. Chuck Palahniuk in the year of in our Lord Goop. 2021 in Goop? It's like, did a like a bro write this copy? Like, who is talking about Chuck Palahniuk? I don't Insane. know. Although I do think I just referenced Chuck Palahniuk last night, but I can't remember what I was talking about. That's really weird. I have to be honest, I've never actually read a Chuck Palahniuk book, I don't think. Oh, it's because I saw, I'm not going to say what it was. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll tell you later. I I have read Chuck Palahniuk. I like Chuck Palahniuk. And this is kind of why, whatever. It's kind of why I don't, I'm not like rushing to theaters to see like Tetan or whatever it's called. Because it's like, I feel like I've really exercised this like exposure therapy through art like many, many times. Mm. in my life and like Chuck Palahniuk was like sort of my first like entree into that where you're like this is so grotesque and brutal that you just like endure it and like through that you find catharsis or whatever like sure. I think that was sort of like his brand um and I saw him he had that story that he would read that like people would like throw up and like run out of the the room when he would do his readings of it oh, really yeah he had this like story and I went to go see him do that at the Chicago Public Library when I first moved there and I was like oh do you I like met some guy and I was like do you want to go do this he's like okay <laughs> and then like that's what I did did you like throw up and faint and stuff no, no. but like that's the whole thing it's like you got through it and you're yeah like, that's you feel like energized at the end I mean that is like exactly the same thing with Titan as they're they're saying oh and can like people people walked out people fainted people threw up at the screen and like yeah. that movie is I think pretty hard to watch. Um, I'm sure it is. I mean, I'm seeing it tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. But I just, I feel like I've, I feel like I, I have, I've been, I've, it won't be my first rodeo with that kind no, of thing. No, no, no. I've yeah. done that stuff before, which everybody has. Um, and then, so next is the cottage chorist. The, okay. Which I get like, you know, cottage core is like sort of a, a very big aesthetic on Instagram right now. Um, 
it's cottagecore seems like a little young for goob yeah it is it's young and it just like so okay so the cottagecore references that they say are jane austen novels fine i guess that's what like taylor swift folklore I'm sorry, blah, blah. but like Jane Austen novels are not set in cottages. They're set in, They're like, like in mansions. Space. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, is, what about Jane Austen of cottage? Whatever. I guess because it's like, it's old. It's just like olden times. That's olden the only, yeah. Times, yeah. Uh, and then it's like celebrity crush, Hozier. And again, what? it's, I mean, not quite as old of a reference as Chuck Palahniuk, but it's like, who in the year of our Lord 2021 has a crush on Hozier? I don't know. Who I think. I mean, maybe I'm not up on the deep cuts of the Hozier discography, but I thought he was sort of like a one-hit wonder from about ten years ago. It wasn't he take take me to church? Was him? I don't know. You're take, asking the wrong person. Take, I think it was like he's like take me to church, and I was like his. Yeah, I thing. know that song. Yeah, but I don't know if that's Hozier. I believe it is. Um, and then their examples of cottagecore clothes were just. I mean, I think I have an idea of what cottagecore is. And this was just not it. It was a $400, like, sleek Victoria Beckham shirt. Um, no. A, 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 like, a boy-style flannel, which yeah. I always think of cottagecore as, like, extremely feminine. It is. Yeah, I don't understand. This looks like a weird, like, a trucker from the 50s outfit, like, these jeans and this jean jacket. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. then And then there's, like, a little poofy polka dot dress, which I guess is more... It's like an Ula Johnson dress, whatever. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I do think Goop was really stretching it because they probably just don't have much. They like they don't I, they don't have like the little well, like, gingham dresses. And, they, they have they like do. nothing but prairie dresses. Like they have. Like, That's true. They have so many fucking prairie dresses. Like I don't understand why they can't just like pull one of those out. Yeah. That's what I think is like cottage core. Yeah, totally. Like little gunny sacks. Yeah. Um, next we have. The Californian, which is code uh, for I have a horrible eating disorder. I must say I love this one. This palette is like literally my grandmother's exact. These were her colors, like okay. to a fucking tea. And she was a Californian through and through. Sure, sure. And like the this little like seafoam green sweatsuit is like that's like the color of her bedroom like all of her shit was like either that or like the color of like this little pink and the mm. it was like all that or like coral like it really reminds me of her and it makes me happy that they're calling this the californian but you but please don't no i i mean now actually i'm looking at this and i didn't catch it before but the style mantra is uh, a countess luann quote which i do like <laughs> that's because countess luann is like very not california. not california She's yeah very east coast um but it's be cool. Don't be all like uncool, which is straight from the Countess Luann's mouth. Um, oh, yeah. And that, this, but then it. Oh, go on. Well, then it says weekdays are reserved for Tracy Anderson and celery juice, Fine. while weekends center around roof rooftop views and picantes in Malibu. What is? I don't even know what that is. I'm not rich enough, I guess. What is a picante? I think it's a drink. Okay, is that a new cool drink? God, I, I'm so out of I, it. I really don't know, but. Um whatever but i like this because this doesn't seem to me like this is an old woman from california like the <laughs> earrings like this is like literally my grandma's exact like these earrings are this is this is something she would have worn to like the dorothy chandler pavilion like they look like the earrings that she wore like every day yeah yeah like this fucking sweatsuit like this is not of our time like this uh is 
from a bygone era and that does make me feel sort of like nostalgic and like like it a little bit no totally it, it's like a mid-century color palette of that sort of yeah uh, greatest generation or silent generation yeah um, I'm, I'm on board with this with this particular one but i don't think but it just seems like a weird it seems like they fucked up but they just fucked up in like the right way for me personally sure. because of like my personal childhood memories <laughs> which is just maybe a coincidence <laughs> And again, and I don't really see a consistency to this aesthetic Not really. either. Cause there's like, there's, yeah, there's this like pale blue sweatsuit and then there's like sort of like a preppy cardigan and then there's a blue sundress. I mean, I guess the same woman could wear all these things, but it seems a little random. Yeah. Like sense. I don't understand this blue cardigan or this like tiered mini dress with these like, um, like little like Jersey this like other, like these two sweatsuits. Yeah. And then like this weird like sundress, which is pretty, but this isn't screaming fall to me. Like I don't, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't really know what the green pants set has to do with any of it or the Theragun. <laughs> the Theragun, yeah. But whatever. This is definitely if I had to pick one, this is one I would. But, pick. Yeah. And then we have the maximalist, um, which she says, let's see. You have a PhD in print mixing. Casual is not in your repertoire. If tablescaping were a sport, you'd be an Olympic medalist. Your Bible, anything Ina Garten has so much as touched. I don't think of Ina Garten as particularly maximalist. No, I think of her as like quality. Yeah, quality, but like easy breezy. She's like, like unf unfussy, yeah. populist, but actually good. Like the person who everybody knows, but is like that for a reason yeah it's like if you want a simple classic recipe you want to make something google Ina Garten's version of that and you'll get the best just basic version of it yeah uh you're supposed to say it's decorative gourd season motherfuckers this seems like a I don't consider any of this maximalist it's like a it's sort of like a, a just a weird sort of alpha mom dynamic i don't know are you talking about the copy or the clothes the co the copy the clothes are more maximalist i guess because they're like loud prints and stuff loud so prints, that's what they yeah. mean um yeah and this is a little fancier i mean there's that la, la double j dress that's i mean this stuff is really pretty they're actually the it's a really there's a really cool apron that i would honestly get yeah i'm that. looking at it i like the apron and i like the little jar the jar is really pretty. And I like the little ring too, but I'm not going to buy myself a $4,000 ring. Actually, that's $5,000. Um, yeah. And this, this style is like, it's really intense. Like I would love to go to a hotel for a night that has this style, but you can't actually live in this aesthetic. It's too I much. don't think I personally could. It's too much for me, but you know, whatever. But some of these things are nice. And it's like, I, here are my favorite things. I like the G label floral dress. That to me looks like a dress for fall. Mm -hmm. I like the California. I like the Ula Johnson pullover too. And I like the, I like all of the outfits in the California one, but especially the two like matching like sweatsuits. <laughs> and yeah. um, I also like this. The, I like the Victoria Beckham top too in that one. 
Yeah, I like that Victoria Beckham top. I just don't think it's cottagecore. No, the Victoria, the one in the California one. Oh, the one in the California one. Yeah, yeah. I don't like any of the cottagecore clothes, except for, I guess, the boots. Sure. And I like this. I like the um, Scandinavian clothes, too, I guess. I like the uh, I like the Tove dress. Yeah, the Scandinavian aesthetic or like the minimalist sort of monochromatic aesthetic is something that like I don't naturally connect with or like I don't love it as but I if I'm thinking of it sort of rationally, I'm like, oh, I probably would look the best in this type of stuff. And I probably should transition to like big you know, black t-shirts and like, I don't know, just like a, like a, a uniform. I know. But eh, I don't know. I like color too much. You can just do whatever you want. Yeah. Anyway. I haven't bought any new clothes in like two years anyway. Doesn't I'm going to, I know. I think I might go buy new clothes like tomorrow. Ooh. I don't probably won't. Who knows? Anyway. Um. Okay. What? what was your craziest or your saddest oh i just had a simple one because i knew we were going to spend so much time talking about the show which is just an easy breezy little um piece of clothing which is the like diaper pants for your pelvic floor what were these from do you know these were from Gerda's collection what happens to libido as we age another one of these horrific tie-ins although she does um recommend like another like hormonal balance vitamin that's like much less expensive than the DTF oh interesting um yeah and then of course there's Madame Overy yeah and then there is oh yeah I see what you're talking about for confidence that your bladder won't leak during sex, you can go can go a long way toward promoting relaxation and enjoyment. More than one in three women of all ages experience urine leaking upon exertion or coughing. A new device has been clinically demonstrated to reduce this kind of bladder leak, even in women who have not responded to physical therapy of the pelvic floor. Pull on the Innovo shorts, hit go, and they give you a 30-minute perfect pelvic floor contractions for healthy bladder control. And it's like these mortifying bicycle shorts with like tubes coming out of them that you have to like put on and there's like a switch and you have to like lie there while they like do whatever they do. So like you don't piss yourself. Like where is the like I'm sorry, like that is not gonna increase anyone's libido. That is so mortifying. It's I mean it's halfway between depends and like a scuba suit. Yeah, it's like it's just the worst thing I can imagine, and I think it's really sad. Like I don't know. Like I'm not. I mean, whatever. Like if this helps you, then great. But God I bless. Just, like it's. I don't. It's just. It's just sad. It's just. It's a sad. It's a sad little pair of shorts that you have to wear to massage your pelvic floor so that your yeah. won't come out. It's fucked up. It sucks. I'm sorry. It's, it's sorry, honey. I need to put on my four hundred and fifty dollar Innovo kit before yeah. we fuck if you don't want me to piss all over your dick <laughs> but to increase my libido i have to put on my innovo kit 
Oh God. Anyway, whatever. God bless. I hope yeah. it helps some woman out there who needs Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, and you have to put like a little gel on too? Is there like some it looks like the like ultrasound gel or something? Oh, I don't God. even know what that is. Like, what the fuck is it? That's so intense. Oh God. Take these shorts, take the guesswork out of Kegels. <laughs> okay. Thank oh, you. Right. I know so the Kegels were so fucking complicated. complicated. Couldn't I needed someone to do it for me. Uh well that's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my craziest was just the the whole trailer for Oh yeah. Sex, and then my love and goop. My try was the the show when it the comes show. Um well I I went to Instagram for my try and I found a recipe on Goop's Instagram. It was from this weird Instagram nutritionist named Liz Moody. Have you heard of this woman? No. She's like one of these health fitness Instagram influencers who acts really goofy in her videos. So she's eating some godforsaken healthy recipe that she made but she's like pulling faces and like trying to be a comedian while she eats it wow just what i've always wanted i'm looking on her instagram right now it's really unattractive and yet i don't mean unattractive like she's ugly i just mean like the whole vibe is unattractive um but the recipe of that they shared on goop it's a probiotic miso carrot ginger soup with black sesame dust it actually looked good this was on TikTok and I thought they did a nice job with their TikTok of it. Yeah, the 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 actual video of the recipe was less disturbing than previous ones have been on Goop. And yeah. um aside from the coconut oil which I am, you know, as a high cholesterol American, I'm mm-hmm. anti-coconut oil. I am too. So I'd probably you know, substitute it with olive oil. But other yeah. than that, it's looks pretty good. I think it looks pretty good too. Um, I also didn't know that people were still talking about tamari. I thought that was not a thing anymore. Yeah, just do soy. I mean, any type of soy sauce is the same. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, but, well, I mean, we have to say in Japanese cuisine, there are specific uses for different types of soy sauces. So there oh, is really? shoyu, there's tamari, and they all have slightly different flavors. So, like, it is valid that you would have. Um, a recipe that calls for a specific type of soy sauce in I mean, Japanese cuisine. And, yeah. But this is just being... this is just because it's gluten free. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're using it. Yeah. So um that's what this is about. And then but, I don't yeah. I don't like any recipe that calls for a half a cup of coconut milk because it's like you're gonna open a whole can and what are you gonna do with the rest of the can? So just put the whole thing in or like double the recipe or something. I it just bugs that type of thing bugs me. It's annoying, I know um but you could probably also use like a half a cup of any kind of milk sure 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 if it made it easier anyway this is yeah no i was intrigued by this carrot recipe as well i like um soup vegetable soups that are like really simple like that that are just basically like pureed vegetables with like something in it and Liz Moody actually has a little video on her Instagram that is sort of dumb, but it also is like, oh, I guess this is useful. She's like, hey, if you just want like the secret to making good soup, all you have to do is like roast vegetables until they're brown, put them in a blender, you know, with some herbs and spices, add either broth or milk and blend it up. And that's a soup. And it's like, yeah. yes, that is a soup. Thank you. 
Well, it is like it it's is. like weird how like that is like so simple, but like it's actually really good. Yeah, you just have to be a little careful with the types of herbs and the types of vegetables you wrote because there could be you can't just like do anything. Like there's some combinations that would be disgusting. Like what? What would be disgusting to you? I feel like I made one once that was so disgusting, and I wish I could think of what it was. I think it was some something with like squash. It was something with squash and uh maybe i put too much like tarragon or rosemary i don't know there's things that are like you could go overboard with it yeah um i can't think of it right now but i do know once i made a soup just off the top of my head without a recipe and it turned out horribly sometimes when you're like i'm just gonna mess around and see what this turns out it just really you really fuck yourself over oh i know what it was i know what it was it was brussels sprouts Oh, you I, made a Brussels sprout soup? I roasted Brussels sprouts and tried to make it into a soup. It was really gross. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. It just sort of the, um, the sort of like bitterness and whatever that Brussels sprout taste just sort of got heightened too much. I don't know. You know, I am like fully have done a full 180 on Brussels sprouts and I hate them again. Wow. I actually made, I hadn't made Brussels sprouts for since probably last fall and it because the weather got cooler um i sort of did a summer to fall transition roast with both brussels sprouts and zucchini mm. it actually turned out pretty good i have to that say sounds, i like brussels sprouts that sounds like an interesting combination of textures to me brussels sprouts are just like they're too hard and bitter they're just like unpleasant to eat no i get it i get it um anyway but this is not a brussels sprout podcast but maybe it is no but i think yeah brussels sprouts it was like everyone hated them so much and then everyone loved them so much and it's like the truth is somewhere in the middle yeah it's like to me they just taste like one of those fucking restaurants like that i would go to in like 2010 and they'd be like we have brussels sprouts can you fucking believe it and like bacon there'd be bacon and there'd be like some sort of like white fucking sauce on them and they'd be really good but mostly it was just because it was like sort of a novelty i think yeah and it was like brussels sprouts and cauliflower and now it's like i'm just fucking burnt out on that shit i don't want it i want something else and all i have left is broccoli what is i mean i think we've probably asked this question we've before. definitely pondered it but what is the new because like brussels sprouts were definitely the it vegetable of the 2000s cauliflower was definitely the it vegetable of the 2010s we haven't really decided on an it vegetable that is both because the thing is it has to thread the needle between between being healthy and a little bit indulgent depending on how you cook it yeah it has to be like versatile and it also has to be something that's a little bit surprising and it also has to be sturdy because like they do weird shit to this stuff like um i think i think cabbage because i could see like like a whole like a whole roasted cabbage that has a cool sauce on it or something might be fun. I di- I actually did have a whole roasted cabbage at uh, one of Nancy Silverton's restaurants a couple years ago and that was a, it was a very dramatic presentation. I think I know what you're talking about with the Nancy Silverton cabbage. Yeah, it's like but... it, it's like done in the pizza oven or something so it's yeah. like this blackened. It was very good. Yeah. I had the cabbage, the Taiwanese cabbage at Din Tai Fung last week, and it was fucking incredible. Oh, I need to order that. It was really good. I think cabbage might be make. Might, I think it might be cabbage, right? Yeah, I think I 
think it is because that like sort of satisfies. It's like everyone's heard of it, but everyone doesn't really think twice about it. It's right. cheap, um, but and it's like pretty versatile. Like there's not like a really strong taste to it, so you can sort of do whatever you want. Yeah, it goes with lots of different like lots of different types of cultures. Use yeah. cabbage. I think I think we got it. I think it's cabbage. You're right. Um. All right. What would you buy? Okay, so the thing I would buy is like not directly from Goop, but I feel like it's Goop adjacent so I can talk about it. It's Pilates classes. So I had a one-on-one reformer session with this woman for free. It was like a freebie that I got at my gym. My gym is expensive. I was like, okay, I vow that I will spend no more money. This will be my only thing because it's Mm. expensive. Tell me about it. My tennis lessons are extraordinarily expensive it fucking adds up but this one-on-one reformer session was so great and I was like you know I had never really done a one-on-one reformer session I'd done like one to bar and I'd done like Pilates like Matt Pilates classes um but I'd never really gotten on the fucking thing I mean I had never gone on it with someone who was like gonna talk me through what I was doing and it was so nice everything felt so right I was like Mm. this is I've got to find a way to do it now my gym offers these one-on-one sessions for a hundred dollars each okay which is a lot of fucking money for something that you're supposed to do with like a relative amount of consistency like twice a week like I can't do that yeah do they have a group like a group session that's cheaper or something no no they're the they're monsters, but they offer mat Pilates, which is also good. And I have also found places that offer it for less money. Even though I was like, I won't spend money on anything else. Yeah. yeah. Gym, I think I might. I think I'm gonna buy a package of like Pilates classes. I believe this might not be true, but I believe my mom was doing reformer Pilates like once a week for years and she she loved it probably i mean like it's very popular um yeah that sounds great that sounds i mean when you like when you ever start a new sort of physical activity it's so exciting and you get so into it that like it's it's sort of scary because you can just start spending all your money on it yeah like i it's like important to do physical things that you enjoy totally and so like my group lessons for tennis are $40 each. I'm like definitely doing it once a week. This week I did it twice because I'm not going to do it this weekend. But like some of the people in my group are doing it like six, seven times a week. And I would love to play tennis almost every day. But I there's, I mean, there's no, that would be $280 a week of tennis. That's insane. It's yeah, crazy. But yeah, these people have money, obviously. I guess. Well, yeah, tennis is kind of like a rich man's game. I guess, but I'm like playing in the like public courts with like a crazy person. It sh- I feel like it should be cheaper. Well, I guess it's not. I guess it's not, yeah. Um, Maybe I'll ask if there's some sort of scholarship or some sort of like internship program. <laughs> you could be like the ball boy. Yeah, I could be the ball boy. Or I just like, I don't know what I would, I'll, I'll see. I'll see what deal he can, what deal we can strike. I'm sure you can figure something out. Um, Cause yeah, even, I mean, even twice a week, I'm like, I can't, I can't do $80 a week. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, 
but the thing I would buy, oh, okay. So Megan, um, now I don't remember what article this was from, but there it was like new products for the fall. Maybe it was new products for the fall and each of the goop ladies recommended a product. And so Megan recommended this new Barbara, Dr. Barbara Sturm aloe vera gel. Mm. And as I spend more time in the sun on mm. the courts, my skin, wow. you know, is rough. Uh, I think this aloe vera gel might be a nice post-tennis match treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, Megan says, when my husband and I started dating, we loved going on late evening runs and we'd buy aloe leaves at the bodega by his place in Brooklyn to massage our sore calves with afterward. Um, so this is instead of these cheapo bodega aloe leaves, you can buy a $70 aloe vera gel. And I don't think I've ever tried a, a Barbara Sturm product. I haven't either, but I've definitely tried aloe vera gel before. I mean, I've had like, yeah, I've had like CVS post sun aloe yeah. gel, but that's sort of gross. And I think that's what this is supposed to like not be gross or like sticky. Oh, sticky. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, but Barbara Sturm, that branding is always so, it seems so like medical. And so like, okay, if you're going to get serious, you're going to get Dr. Barbara Sturm. It seems like kind of scary. It's a little intimidating. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can get, if I can have this. It's not for me. Yeah. And it seems, I mean, I don't, it seems like for older people, it just seems like something like your mom or your grandma would have in her. Yeah. But I'm sure. Just because it's so expensive. But I don't even know if it's like that much more expensive. It's just like, yeah, it just, the it that's just the vibe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's like the German thing too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's there's always something there but yeah my my skin has just been like ugh, i don't know like i i just uh would love a a soothing balm after my my long evenings under the lights i would too i mean just in general yeah. even though i'm not under the lights or <laughs> any of that uh, uh anything else i think that's it um yeah you got to bring your dog for a flu shot i gotta bring myself for a flu shot everybody's doing the right thing bb and i can like make out with each other and we won't get the flu now yeah i know but i'll be stuck i'll be out in the cold with the dog flu so are you not getting a flu shot um i'm not getting one today (laughs) are you literally going to a vet or is it you're just going to like a doctor that will give the dog a flu shot i'm going to a vet okay so it's there are specific flu shots for dogs yeah, you don't take your dog for a human. I just never, I mean, I only have cats, but I've never had a vet tell me to like get them a flu shot. No, me neither. And it's like, there's like a particular, there's like a dog flu or like, it's like a dog, like cough thing that's going around that like, they oh. were like specifically like your dog needs to come and get this shot. Like, it's not like he goes every year. Okay. Gets- so it's not, it's not the exact same virus as the human flu it's no, like a specific it's dog a flu. dog it's like a dog it's like kennel cough but like it's going around with the dogs in la so they're like you your dog this shot it's like a two-part shot it's like the covid wow. vaccine yeah for dogs it's not covid either it's it's, it's a dog disease <laughs> well god bless bb um thank you god bless you God bless, God bless you. Me. Thank God you. God bless all of us. God bless Dr. Sturm. God bless, God bless Gwyneth. God bless Megan. God bless Gerda. God bless 
um elise no she needs it and i pray for her (laughs) um this is a beautiful way to end our podcast we should end with all of we should always end with a prayer (laughs) all right Um, all right well guys um we'll see you next week and we'll you know count down to the old the, the big cruise and the big Netflix launch. October's a big month for big Goop. Month for Goop. And we'll be there talking about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.